Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. Was she gunning for the pastor? Just revealed the shooter and the pastor connection. He was counseling her. And actress Melissa Joan Hart, how she came to the rescue of the children. We helped a class of kindergartners across a busy highway. And student pilot emergency. She lost her tire. What's your name, kiddo? My name's Taylor. My daughter's name is Taylor. And I taught her to fly. The dad who jumped in to save the day. Got a kid. Nice job. Then, hazing outrage. Look what they did to him. Hose down, right in his face. The demand for justice. And the dangerous bucket prank on total strangers. This mom landed in the hospital. They put a bucket over her head while she was shopping. I was disturbed to see a group of individuals laughing and filming me. Plus, Gwyneth Paltrow trial, day seven. Look who's watching every second. O.J. Simpson. Nicole and I, we went skiing up there. Then, dolphin abuse? Why these swimmers are in trouble today for chasing the dolphins. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Still no official motive in the case of the 28-year-old who killed six people at the Christian school she once attended in Nashville. But one theory holds that she had targeted this man, the church's lead pastor, who's said to have been counseling her. He wasn't there at the time, but his nine-year-old daughter was, and she became one of the victims. Amber Cogliano has more. Was the Nashville shooter targeting the school pastor and his family? Inside Edition has learned that Audrey Hale, who was transgender, was believed to be having counseling sessions with Chad Scruggs. He was counseling her? What I'm hearing, he was providing counseling for her and something didn't uh, 
sit right with her. Former Covenant School pastor Jim Bachman says Hale appeared to be searching for Scruggs when she went through the school. She shot Scruggs' nine-year-old daughter Hallie dead. If she had found Chad, if she would have tried to kill him, maybe she'd have left the daughter alone. The former pastor also revealed he knew Audrey Hale when she attended the school nearly 20 years ago. She was a very normal, happy-go-lucky little girl that liked to play kickball with the boys. And law enforcement experts are studying that daring police raid that took down the shooter and noting the sharp contrast with the failure of the police to save lives in Uvalde, Texas last May. 19 children and two teachers were killed at the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde. Here's how cops in Nashville raced upstairs two at a time to confront the killer. Contrast that with police in Uvalde standing and waiting as victims lay dying. Please put your gun down, sir. Please don't hurt anyone else. In Uvalde, we see multiple officers on the scene and they're not entering the classroom. They're in the hallway. They know where the shooter is. He's still firing, but they're waiting. The Nashville police officers entered the building here, rapidly checking classrooms on the first floor. The sound of gunfire above them sent them racing to the second floor. That's where they took down the shooter who was firing from this cathedral window all in just two minutes and 15 seconds. The amount of courage it takes to go into that building and confront the unknown. You've got a shooter who's armed, a shooter who's shooting people, but also maybe the most dangerous of adversaries, right? Someone who's not afraid to die. And actress Melissa Joan Hart, star of Sabrina the Teenaged Witch, now lives near the school. She choked up telling how she and her husband helped children flee. We helped all these tiny little little kids cross the road and get their teachers over there and we helped mom reunite with her children and um i just i I don't know what to say anymore it is just enough is enough a candlelight vigil for the victims will be held tonight at a nashville park first lady jill biden and singer cheryl crow are among those scheduled to attend she's a student pilot who got quite the scare when she was flying and an experienced pilot on the ground noticed a piece of her landing gear had fallen off he alerted the tower and the student pilot, who happened to have the same name as his daughter. Les Trent reports he then safely guided her to the ground. It's a nightmare. A 21-year-old student pilot about to land, unaware that the nose gear just fell off. And this is only her third solo flight. I had no indication of it. Um, I didn't hear anything. As luck would have it, there was a guardian angel watching everything. Veteran pilot Chris Yates had just landed in Pontiac, Michigan, when he saw the nose gear of her single-engine plane drop onto the runway. It bounced and rolled down the runway, and I thought I was looking at a cartoon. Air traffic control alerted Taylor Hash she was in trouble. Diamond 8 Delta Charlie, you lost your front nose gear tire. Copy, 8 Delta Charlie. Your entire front wheel assembly is on the runway. Roger that. Um, should I remain in the pattern? When you heard that, what was your reaction? Just kind of trying to figure out what my options were, what I was going to do, how I was going to get on the ground safely. Ignition. Yates is the former director of aviation at SpaceX. Yep, Elon Musk's space company. The tower put him on the radio. What's your name, Joe? My name's Taylor. Turns out he has a daughter her age. And there's another connection. Taylor, this is Chris. Um, my daughter's name is Taylor. And I taught her to fly. We're going to be just fine, kiddo. Thank 
you very much. My firstborn's name is Taylor, and I taught her to fly when she was a little girl. And so, of course, all of that came flooding in. And, and now this Taylor is, you know, in essence, representing my daughter. He made it feel like I've known him forever. You know, he, he was just so calming. And listen to how he tried to calm her in a fatherly way. You going to be a career pilot? I was planning on it. It's <laughs> a good start. This is a good story to your legacy, kid. Then the moment of truth. Taylor has to bring the plane down. Got a kid. Nice job. Here she comes. The nose is going to come down. That a girl. I'm proud of you. A young pilot named Taylor, saved by Taylor's dad. What are the odds? You guys are connected for life. We will be in touch, you know, forever. That a girl. I'm proud of you. In fact, Taylor and Chris are already making plans to meet in person and go flying together. Just when you thought you have heard the stupidest social media prank, we've got this for you. People sneaking up behind total strangers and putting a bucket over their head. They think it's a goofy way to go viral, but it can be dangerous. Here's Jim Murray. It's the latest idiotic social media prank, and it may just be the worst one yet. Knuckleheads sneak up on shoppers and put a bucket over their head. Then the pranksters run off, leaving their victim to wonder what the heck just happened and who did it. Did you hit me with a bucket? No. Really? Watch. He pranks him again. This dude also pounces with the bucket head challenge and quickly runs off. Then he has the audacity to return after taking off his sweatshirt. What does he do? He does it again. In some cases, the prankster tries to throw off their victim by also putting a bucket on their own head. Seriously? What? Why you just put a bucket on my head? Someone just put a bucket on my head. Did they? Yeah. But when the bucket prank happened at this Target in Orange County, California, the result had serious consequences. A mom who was shopping in the baby aisle said when the bucket was put over her head, she was so frightened she collapsed, and the incident triggered a serious heart condition. Lana Clay Monahan says she was terrified. I immediately freaked out and started screaming, help, get it, get it off of me. The mom of eight-month-old twins says she went into shock. I was disturbed to see a group of individuals laughing and filming me. Engine 37, a seizure, not a target. She fainted, hit her head, and was rushed to the ER. Police obtained surveillance footage. They do go into a baby section aisle. Uh, it does go off camera, but we are able to see all four individuals go into that aisle with the bucket. Several seconds later, they came running out of that aisle with no bucket uh, and then ran out of the store. The mom put out this plea on Facebook, hoping to find her attackers. Please help. I was violently assaulted. Not funny at all. There are literally thousands of those bucket prank videos on TikTok. They've got more than a million, a hundred million views. An angry crowd protesting outside a hospital. They're asking for justice for a 19-year-old who's fighting for his life. His parents say he was forced by other teens to guzzle vodka, be tied to a chair, and then have unspeakable things done to him after he passed out. What some are calling hazing, others say is simply torture. There is outrage today as a teenager fights for his life in the hospital after a savage hazing. The young man was dropped off at the hospital by some teenagers he had been hanging out with. He was barely breathing. His blood alcohol level, five times the legal limit. He was covered in spray paint and urine. 
They split before cops arrived to investigate. Police say this photo of 19-year-old Trent Learcamp was taken that night. It shows Trent passed out on an armchair covered in paint and garbage. The teens behind him are making obscene gestures. And his family says it wasn't the first time those so-called friends had targeted Trent. This video was posted on social media a week earlier. It shows Trent being taunted by the teens. He sits in a lawn chair, taking the abuse while being sprayed with a garden hose. Trent's father says his son returned again and again to hang out with the teens because he has no other friends. They knew that what they were doing was wrong. Obviously, you know, they're not children. They're even children wouldn't do something like this. This is this is heinous. It's it's crazy. Trent's plight has struck a chord with other families whose children have been victims of hazing. Danny Santulli was left severely handicapped after a frat party at the University of Missouri. That's Danny in the green blindfold with his fellow pledges. His family says he was told to finish an entire bottle of vodka in just a few hours. He suffered severe alcohol poisoning and was left unable to see, walk, or speak. His aunt, Chrissy Prelu, helps care for him. This is getting to be such such an epidemic, you know, that these kids are not learning. They're not learning that, that what they're doing is so harmful to these children and you can die. Cops in Georgia say they're investigating what happened to Trent. If a picture could say a thousand words, then the thousand words that that picture would say was that's a horrible incident that occurred. The suspects have all been identified. They are minors. Investigators say if they think they have a winnable case, they'll turn the evidence over to the DA's office. Meantime, GoFundMe has been set up for Trent. We've got all the details at InsideEdition.com. It's the final day of testimony at the Gwyneth Paltrow ski crash trial with doctor after doctor coming to the stand to weigh in on the accuser's claims that he was severely injured on the slopes. Gwyneth Paltrow, dressed in all black, strides into court, holding her blue notebook. She smiles, mouthing, how are you, to a bailiff, and then takes her seat and smooths out her hair. During the last full day of witness testimony, Paltrow's team called doctor after doctor to the stand, testifying that retired optometrist Terry Sanderson's personality did not change due to the 2016 ski crash. His ongoing symptoms are more likely due to ongoing uh, pre-existing conditions. Gwyneth's children, Apple and Moses, were expected to take the stand, but instead their testimonies were read by two of Paltrow's okay. attorneys. This is kind of weird, but I'm the questioner and you're Moses. What do you recall? My mother saying that she got hit or ran into. Then Apple's testimony. She was in a state of shock. She was just, she was very upset and she was in pain. Meantime, O.J. Simpson is weighing in, evoking memories of his slain wife, Nicole. Uh, Nicole and I, we went skiing up there, and I had been skiing for a number of years. At this point, I was a pretty good skier. He says he once collided with a woman on the same ski slope. I don't know how you can, you know, determine whose fault it was. I crashed with the same woman twice on one run, and if you asked me, it was her fault. And I'm sure if you asked her, it was my fault. And look at this. The uncertainty of the outcome has Gwyneth a little stressed. She was spotted giving herself a neck massage in between testimonies. 
Closing arguments are expected tomorrow. Law enforcement on routine patrol came across a group of swimmers that they say appeared to be chasing a pod of spinner dolphins in Hawaii. That is illegal there. Now that group of swimmers is in big trouble. Is this a case of dolphin abuse? Incredible drone video captures the moment 33 swimmers are caught chasing after a pod of dolphins in Honaunau Bay on the big island of Hawaii. The swimmers appear to be aggressively pursuing, corralling, and harassing the pod. Federal law makes it illegal to swim within 50 yards of spinner dolphins in Hawaii since they are nocturnal, sleeping during the day and looking for food at night. Once the swimmers returned to land, they were all issued citations. State and federal authorities are working on that investigation. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, she hired a home caregiver for her 103-year-old mom. Now she won't move out. It is absolutely insane. The alleged squatter. I just spoke to building staff inside there in the lobby, and they confirmed to me that these home care workers are still occupying uh, the apartment here. Then, hot flash Drew Barrymore. I think I'm having my first hot flash. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. They say good help is hard to find, but in a million years, the family that hired this young woman as a caregiver never thought they would later accuse her of being a squatter. Stephen Fabian explains what happened. This woman says she rused the day she hired live-in help to care for her 103-year-old mom. It's insane. It is absolutely insane. Elaine Schuyler's mom lived in this Manhattan apartment building. Even at her advanced age, she still had a wry sense of humor. Did you just buy this? Mm-hmm. You're a loving daughter. You bring me such beautiful gifts. Yeah, I know. Nice bottle of alcohol, rubbing alcohol. <laughs> Elaine says she hired this young woman, Tatiana Abello, to help care for her mom. At first, they had a great relationship. I thought, well, you know, she seems like my mom enjoys her company. Elaine says she and also so, allowed Tatiana's sister and mother to move in and help out. 
But all that changed shortly after her mom died. Elaine says the three caregivers have refused to leave the rent-stabilized apartment and are still there to this day, two years after her mom died. It was maddening, and there was nothing I could do. So I just spoke to building staff inside there in the lobby, and they confirmed to me that these home care workers are still occupying uh, the apartment here. Who's paying the rent? Nobody's paying the rent. Elaine claims the alleged squatters have even threatened to flush her mother's ashes down the toilet. If they had thrown my mother down the toilet, I would have been able to get her. That would be the end. Court documents show the women claim to have succession rights to the apartment because they were in a loving family type of relationship with the elderly woman. Right now, they're in possession, and there needs to be a legal proceeding to get them out of possession. What would you like to say to this woman, Tatiana? How do you do this to somebody who was so good to you, who treated you with love and respect? The alleged squatters say they look forward to resolving the issue in court. We'll be back with more Inside Edition after this. Still to come. Hot Flash, Drew Barrymore. I think I'm having my first hot flash. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Drew Barrymore getting older means hot flashes even during her show, but she had some famous friends on hand to share the moment. Call her Hot Flash Drew. I'm so hot. Drew Barrymore has her very first hot flash with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler by her side. For the first time, I think I'm having my first hot flash. Oh, that's wow. I feel so honored. The 48-year-old has been open about dealing with menopause. Do you feel this? Oh, I do. Really hot Internal body. heat. I, or maybe I'm just that excited. Maybe. I'm so glad I have this moment documented. We are too, Drew. Menopause usually begins between ages 45 and 55. Drew is 48. When we come back, a birthday party mishap. Finally today, this was not supposed to happen. Dad's blindfolded for a surprise. Oh, Oh, no. They let him right into the door. Ouch, that hurts. Thanks for the birthday party, but my poor noggin... 
And I hope you got some really good gifts. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.